So tell me something. Have you ever heard the expression, she could sell ice cream to an Eskimo? Or that he could sell ice cream to an Eskimo? This is simply a suggestion. But look, there are people that can sell in ways that you and I perhaps never ever could imagine. This simply suggests that some people are natural born salespeople. I've never been one who enjoyed sales, I'll tell you that now, but there are certain types of sales, let me go there. Especially like MLM, multi-level marketing, I can't stand it. And yet there are people that make millions of dollars with it. Independent sales, you know, like Mary Kay Cosmetics. There's so many companies out there. My mind is escaping others to mention. Mary Kay is a fine product. And there are women who make so much money selling Mary Kay Cosmetics that they earn Cadillacs, cars, pink, of course, but they earn cars because they've sold millions in Mary Kay. Makes me kind of wonder why they don't just open up a boutique somewhere. But these are women doing this independently out of their home, out of their office at work. It's a part-time shall we say, job or activity. And yet, there are no fears in women or men who can sell in this, in this manner, in my opinion. It's hard enough to work for a radio station or a TV station or a newspaper or some other conglomerate. And you're an account executive, which means you're in sales and you're selling commercials for that channel. That can be very difficult. In my view, the only time it's quite easy to do and maybe even a great joy to do when you're somebody like me is when the call comes in from the company and you've been assigned to just go get the contract signed and collect the check. Yes. Now that kind of sales, (laughs) that works for me. But when you have to just independently gather up your leads and figure out who, what, when, where, why, and even how you're going to do it. <laughs> oh, la, la. It's, it's, it's just not me. Thank you so much for listening to Inspire Me. I'm your host, Rene Dubovois, and I'm talking about conquering your fears to close the sale. Now, I've already confessed and admitted right out the gate that I'm not so good at sales. Okay, look, I used to not be so good at sales. I'm fairly fairly good with it now because I'm more comfortable expressing myself and articulating my thoughts, feelings, and vision or direction. But some years ago, while I was still very vocal with myself and my expression, there was something about asking a person for an order or for a check that just made me shiver. I just never felt good about asking people for money. 
whether it was for me personally or whether it was for a company that I was working for. So you might be wondering and asking yourself, so Ronay, yo, what's up? Did you ever have a job in sales? Yes. Did you do well, Ronay? Yes. <laughs> I did good. I did good. I'm not lying to you. I did okay. But look here. I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm better now, but I just thought this would be a really good um topic for my podcast because when I go out to speak people tell me as a speaker that I sell myself and what I'm presenting very well yeah really it's amazing to hear that because unlike what they're thinking when I'm on the stage as a speaker I guess I am selling but in my mind I'm not selling. In my mind, I'm presenting you my thoughts, my vision, um, a new way of adding value to you. And I'm I'm trying to I guess convince you in many ways that my topic is is good for you. Well, hang on a second, Ronay, I think you just said it. Yeah, I think I did. That that is what some guests and participants have said to me, I guess it is correct that I am selling. And I got to tell you when I'm up speaking, I'm very convinced and can be very convincing. <laughs> so, okay, I guess that is a form of sales. Forgive me, I just never looked at it that way. You know, I've always looked at sales as going in somebody's office sitting down ready to do a pitch. So let's talk a little bit about conquering your fears to close the sale. Again, I'm sure you've heard that expression, she could sell ice cream to an Eskimo. I'm not saying that's me, but there are people out there, male and female, that can certainly do that. Now, for many years earlier in my life, I will confess and completely admit, I hated sales. Why? Because I feared asking for the order. Over and above that, I had the fear of rejection. I feared missing my power, the connection to my power. You understand that in my mind, in my world at that time in my life, the fear of rejection was equated to the fear of missing power. In other words, if I was rejected when I tried to close that cell, I assumed and took it upon myself that I lacked the power to do so. So conquering your fears to close the cell, it's really a good topic for me to discuss in this podcast because in many ways I have overcome it. And in many other ways, depending on who's on the opposite end of me, <laughs> I might struggle a little bit. Okay, I would love to sit here and just boldly proclaim that I have no fear of projecting and speaking to anybody. And you would think that would be true, obviously speaking on world stages. 
But again, in my world, in my mind, that's so different because I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm just trying to present to you an idea and you have the choice of taking it or not. But sales is different because when I'm talking about conquering your fears to close the sale, I'm talking about when you're selling a product, brand, or service. I'm talking about when you're selling something that requires you getting money up front in exchange, like a down payment. So again, I hated sales. I hated what it represented. I didn't feel comfortable asking a stranger because that appointment and that person that I met was a stranger. It wasn't somebody I knew. And good grief, I was even uncomfortable pitching someone that I knew well because I knew that they knew me and I knew that they knew all my flaws or a good majority of them. So I felt like they were going to take liberty in rejecting me. And rejection for a lot of people is equated to a lack of power, that you didn't have enough power behind your presentation to convince that person to say yes to your request. Sales is all about flow and fortune. You agree with that or not? It's about flow and fortune. Sometimes you can be in such a flow as you're presenting your product, the service. It's, it brings about a fortune for you because you're just naturally gifted at it. I'm naturally gifted at creating things. You might agree or not agree that creatives are not great at sales. We're created at, at creating things that's good for you to go out and sell. I'm highly creative. I can sing, I can dance, I can do poems. You know, I'm a creative individual. People who are good at sales, that, that's their flow. They just flow in it. And because of it, they, they create great fortunes. Like I said earlier, there are women part-time who have earned cars from Mary Kay Cosmetics, selling cosmetics independently from the trunk of their car. Who knew? Well, people like that, it's pretty good for them. When you follow your flow, I want you to look at it this way. When you follow your flow, it's not just the power you deliver that changes. It's the power that drives you to change. Because even though sales is not my thing, my flow, when I get into it, when I get on, shall we say, a speed where I, I remember when I was selling in sales for a radio station. When I first began, I would go out every day, be out all day and come back with nothing. But then when it popped off that I got my first sale and then my second sale and my third sale, I started to feel good about myself and I entered into a flow and that flow brought about larger and larger contracts for that radio station through my ability to sell successfully airtime on that network. 
So why is it that people that flow have more energy? Why when we flow, we glow? Oh, is that not good? Think about how you feel when you're in that flow, in that moment. It's like nothing can stop you. When I say you're in that flow, you feel like you can conquer the world. And in many instances, based on what you're doing, you are doing exactly that. You are conquering the world, if you will, within your world. I'm suggesting that when we're in that flow, we have more energy and we flow and we glow. All I'm saying here is that it's because we drive ourselves with one of three of the powers. And I'd like to introduce you to the three powers that I learned when I was out selling. I did it for a TV network, a newspaper, a cable channel, a radio network, even my own businesses. And I'm, I'm highly suggesting that that flow brings about a glow. And once that glow is imminent in our aura, it's like nothing hinders or hampers that energy. That energy that you're producing draws people like a magnet to you. And you you become, I don't know, something a bit of like a rocket where nothing can hinder you. Or like I talked about in another podcast where you put a bow in an, an arrow in a bow and in order for that arrow to take off, you've got to stretch and propel that that arrow as far as it can go. But it's only when you release the arrow that it takes off at a high level of speed with the aim for the target that you designated. So, hey, check this out. While I was going through this, that time in my life of sales and learning certainly a lot about myself during that time, I discovered a few things. And again, I discovered that when we have that flow going on, we're connected to a certain power that is within us. Here's the first one. I call it elected power. Elected power, I suggest, means that we're relying on on me, on yourself. Elected power means you are motivating yourself. You are electing to rechannel who you are, how you think, and why you do things the way you do. And you're changing that to enhance the power within. Number two, I coined connected power. This relies on the sensation through others. When you're connected with people, you you garner a certain kind of flow that is oh so magnifique. So connected power means you're relying on the connection that you've embedded through your pitch with that person or that group of people. And because you feel a sense of connectedness with them, that power rises up in you and it magnifies everything you say and do right there in front of those people. 
that you have connected with. And then the third and final one, I call it reflected power. This is a little different. It relies on itself, the character and purpose within itself. You're relying on what you're using as a pitch or the product or the service that you are pitching at that time. This is kind of like solar energy. You no longer need to plug in to the first two powers. Like solar energy, you're just relying on the magnificence of what it is that you have in your hands or in your lap to present to the person across from you. So again, as I talk about conquering your fears to close the cell, I'm now giving you the three powers that make us glow when we have that power that rises up within us. Again, the first one is elected power. It relies on you. You rely on you. And everything that you're going to present coming from you, emanating from you, you're relying on that to be that power that's going to glow because maybe you have a great personality. Maybe you're the kind of person that has um, an ability to just shuck and jive with people and they just flow along and go along with you just because they like your bubbly personality. There's a lot of truth in who you are and it comes through and people want to just do whatever you want them to do because there's a sense about you that they like and they want to support you and who you are and who you are representing, which is you. In other words, you may have a great, grand, and awesome product, but what the person in front of you is embracing is you because it's how you are presenting that great, grand, and awesome product. So that's the elected power. You are electing to use you and all that you have to offer. Even though it's a product you're presenting, really what the person is seeing is that the product is you. And again, number two is the connected power. Again, it relies on the sensation through others. You are connected. You, you connect into other people. You plug into people and how they flow in front of you. You connect and plug into people and how they respond to you. And you use that like a guide to help you to sort of present and glow through your connection and your plug-in to them. This is a good way, especially if you fear closing a cell or just fear asking for it. Because what you're relying on and what the person in front of you doesn't see is your fear to ask for the order. What they see is you're connecting to them and through them and that you're flowing along with them. So you're sort of elevating that person in front of you and using them as your power and therefore you glow. And then third and finally, reflected power. Again, this is relying solely and and most emphatically put on the character and the purpose. The character of those persons, of that person. 
You may be pitching to a group. Well, you're relying on the character of everybody within that group, the purpose of why you're there. You're elevating the purpose. You might be pitching for a charity. You might be pitching for something else that has to do with sustainability goals. But what I'm saying here, you're relying just like you would on the sun, on a solar panel to bring the energy, to bring the power. In other words, you're no longer needing to plug in to anything. And this is probably the highest essence of the three powers because you're not relying on the other two. You're simply relying on the energy that it is itself. The energy that's in the room, the energy that you embody, the energy that you've connected into, all of it embodies one thing. That solar or that independence from everything else, just relying on the energy that emanates between you and others. If you're just tuning in, I'm talking about conquering your fears to close the cell. I know that you have heard of many different phrases that really can tell you a great deal about conquering your fears. A lot of people fear cells because, again, they don't want to be rejected. A lot of people fear cells because the product or service that they're presenting, it's not worth anything. So they struggle to try to sell it. Some people fear asking for the sale because they're not comfortable when they are having to speak to an individual or a small group. The fear of just opening up, the fear of public speaking, that has a huge role, an active role in conquering your fears. It has such an impact that some people don't last more than 90 days in sales because socially they are uncomfortable, uncomfortable, excuse me, with trying to present. They're not sure if they're going to be able to articulate themselves well. There's another fear of closing the cell. Using your words. Sometimes people are afraid that the words that they have are not as wide or as varied. They'd like to sound like they're highly educated. And there are a lot of people in sales who only have a high school graduation or education. So they don't feel as, shall we say, comfortable with talking to somebody who's sitting in front of them with all sorts of degrees. There's some people who are uncomfortable trying to articulate to a CEO why he or she should buy that product. Just because the person is a CEO, that power in and of itself is threatening. It makes a person feel less than because they're dealing with the CEO. Sometimes they feel like, you know, I'm only a salesperson. I don't have the credentials that this person in front of me have. Whatever it is that causes you to fear 
closing the sale. Think about my three powers. Think about how you're going to use them. And if I would say anything above everything I've already said, I would suggest using my three powers when you're trying to close the sale in the order that I've presented it. Because by the time you get to reflected power, you will be independent and certainly have conquered, hopefully, a great deal of your fears about yourselves and your ability to sell, your ability to communicate, your ability to resonate in such a way that you show and exude confidence. Some people feel like they can't close the sale because they're not able or capable to sound like they really believe in what they're, they're pitching. And, and in many cases, you have people in sales, they don't believe in that product. It's just a job. So how do you get through it when it's just a job and you're just trying to keep a roof over your head, your car paid for, and food on the table for your family? There are many things you can do to develop your belief in the product and the service that you're rendering through sales. The first one is believe in yourself. Because as I began by saying, there's some people who can sell ice cream to an Eskimo. Shall I tell you quickly in closing what that literally means? An Eskimo lives in the coldest place on the planet. And if you believe you can sell ice cream, which can bring about enormous chills, even on the hottest day anywhere in the world. But if you believe that you can bring a closure, a sell to an Eskimo to buy ice cream, what I'm suggesting is that you have conquered the idea that nobody in front of you does not need what you have to offer. While an Eskimo lives in an extremely cold client, it should not be assumed that they don't want ice cream because it's cold. It should therefore be assumed that that Eskimo wants that ice cream because they like the taste of it. You see the approach of entering with a different mindset? Yeah, it's cold where the Eskimo is. But that Eskimo may love the hell out of ice cream and has already figured out what to do to stay warm while eating and enjoying the ice cream. So in closing, don't assume because of the environment where the person is to make the decision on buying your product or service. Don't assume that things can't be done. The sale can't be closed because of certain odds that are against you. Use those odds to take lemons, as they say, and make lemonade. Add a little sugar to it and make that deal sweet. And there are many ways to make a deal that you're presenting sweet as lemonade. You've got to know how to do it. And you have to take the time to plan. He who fails to plan, haven't you heard, is planning to fail. So figure out who it is that you're going to be presenting to. 
know who that person is. Know a little bit through research on why he or she is known for for rejecting most of the people that come and get an appointment. Sometimes you're sitting in front of somebody that's really nothing more than a bully and they enjoy shooting down salespeople. If you go in there with that mindset already knowing that that person in front of you, across from you, is known for that, you've already figured out just because you know that that person is like that, how you're going to combat that. And believe you me, that person across from you will see your strategy and what you've done and how you've come prepared to change the outcome. Thank you very much for listening to Inspire Me. I'm your host, Renee Dubovois. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, Conquering Your Fears to Close the Cell. Remember, there are three powers to conquering your fears to close every cell. Elected power, connected power, and reflected power. Thank you very much for sharing my podcast. Thank you very much for sharing and donating to keep the podcast going. But more importantly, as you're donating to this podcast, you're keeping my charity, the Fish Foundation Global Nation, also going for people in poverty around the world. Merci beaucoup. Bonne journée. Au revoir.